he's in space, is it? No, the film's about um, him trying to break his brother out of a hospital mm-hmm. after a botched uh, robbery. Why? Why? Okay, so his brother's about to be arrested. The two of them do a robbery. Uh, his brother's got special needs. They're running away from the cops. He gets caught, and then f- the f- course of the film. You remember that film uh, with Paul Walker? And it was it called Running Scared or Running or whatever it was. Running Scared is a top one. It's a fantastic film. It's like that where it's set over the course <coughs> of that night, and it's about him trying to get to his brother. All right. It again. It was all right. It's, a, it's very anticlimactic. I mean, when it ends, it just kind of oh, just, it's ended. All right, okay. But Patsy was alright in it. Nah, I'm scared. Is that the best thing that he's been in? Easily, man, because the man is a charisma vacuum. And that's Robert Patterson. That was the review of Good Time <coughs> by Tommy Vass. And this week's episode of Raptors in the Kitchen it is the fucking 14th of February 2019. It's not the 14th. No, it's the 13th. No, it's not. Valentine's Day tomorrow is what I was thinking of. I mm-hmm. actually had to look up the date of that because I wasn't sure if it was the 14th or the 15th because it's been that long since I actually cared. And you do care now? No. I was no. just, for, for the show, I knew it was Our close. I knew it was close. So I was going to start off with something like, you know, this is the, the sexy edition of Raptors in the Kitchen or this is like the romantic film version, but it's none of that. No. Say it's just your good old regular fucked up the intro Raptors in the Kitchen. <laughs> um, of course, Paco Rodriguez. I'm joined by Tommy Vass and Neil McCall. Hello. Oh, hi. So that was like an energy filled episode and I'm, I'm spent, I'm done. Hey, you can expect me to sound dead for the rest of the, the time. What are you drinking? Is it Pepsi? It's Pepsi Max ginger infusion. That any good? What's that like? It just tastes like ginger beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though in true Pepsi fashion, it tastes like cheap ginger beer. <laughs> oh. Like whenever Pepsi put anything that's got a flavour in it, it always just tastes like a... You're a fan of the Pepsi cherry? Because you like yeah. Dr Pepper? Yeah, but as I said, it, it tastes like a cheap version. It's like that's it's always that case in it. Who is it? Is Dr Pepper their own company or are they a Coca-Cola brand? Or Coca-Cola. Aye. Yeah. But there's there's no way they escape the the clutches of uh, the, the the soft juice uh, the, the soft drink world. Yeah, those tyrants. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like Dr Pepper in your life? Um, in small doses. Shit. I don't particularly like the diet one. Uh, when was the last time you tried it? <clears throat> Within the last six months. Right. Because I find now that there's not really much of a difference. So, what about the sugar tax? Has that affected Dr. Pepper or that? Has it affected me? I mean, well, you're, you're a Dr. Pepper we must fan. Have, we must have had this rant before. Yeah, yeah, actually, apparently, like, it didn't affect Coke or something, or Coke just took the hit in the price uh, of something? Coke, no. Normal Coke went up by about 10 pence. Did it? Yeah. But that was going to be but my it rant, though. But, like, it kept, but it kept the sugar content. Right, yeah. Whereas, like, everything else... <clears throat> Went up by however much money, and I also lost sugar, yeah. which is like even more very, ridiculous. Very few, very few things kept a normal recipe. Coke, normal Pepsi did. Uh, I think Sprite was the other one that kept it. Normal mm. one. Regardless, though, the whole like that, thing's supposed to be a sugar tax, and the fucking cunts in the juice factories raise the price of the diet juice as well. How does that make sense? Oh, how did we all? How did we all accept I, what this? What I have found is you'll quite often find. Like your Pepsi Max ginger you have comes in the bigger bottle, so you get more for the money. Twenty percent bigger, <clears> I'm, I'm told. Also, you'll find a lot of them, like their cans of stuff, will yeah. maybe be about fifty five p, sixty p, as opposed to a normal can of coke that costs about ninety p now. It's crazy days. Still mm-hmm. remember back to them good old days where like a can was like thirty pence. Yep. Mhm. Mhm. 
and you just get 20p back in your iron blue bottle what happened that had fucking think... sugar in it mate does that not still happen no no they they, they took that away man it was like 30 pence I think for like a glass bottle iron yeah, blue I, I, I used, to, up to I used, 30, yeah. used to buy glass bottles iron blue all the used time. to fucking pay things like the gas using that <laughs> were, you a, were you a Hector collector <clears throat> uh yeah What's a Hector collector? The glass bottles used to be called Hectors. A Hector collector was somebody who went about picking up the glass bottles to get them. Did they? I've yeah. never heard that expression. Would you know them as glass jets? I just no, well, probably glass, just glass them collectors. As money. <laughs> <laughs> just glass collectors. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Hectors. Ah, yeah. Hector collector was like a term for like somebody who's like going around the streets and stuff trying to find glass bottles just in order to buy like. Oh right, it wasn't like someone in an official capacity. No. It was just. Like no, a, this isn't a council like job. A, like a homeless or something. Well, uh, uh, picking up anybody who was desperate enough for that 20p hit. Right. Right, okay. Well, there you go. Don't know, you could buy a lot of Chelsea Whoppers for 20p. What's a Chelsea Back Whopper? Uh, the Chelsea Whopper. I no. also don't know what a Chelsea Whopper is. <clears throat> a Chelsea Whopper is one of these old-fashioned sweets that your mom and dad will probably tell you about. Right. Well, in your case, your mom's. <laughs> I rub no. it in, you rub it in. Uh, it's a chocolate flavoured sweet. It's like a kind of. It's almost like a wee strap, like a wee leather strap. Right. We still uh, talk about sweets? Yeah. Um, and it's chocolate flavoured. It's normally covered in chocolate powder. Mm. And they're all right. Oh, right. I, I know you, what you're talking about, it? actually. A Chelsea Whopper. Aye, aye. No, like I, I remember that now that you're kind of mentioning <clears> it, but it's like something that I haven't thought about for enough decades that yeah. it's almost entirely gone from there. Aye, because yeah. you probably go to one of those shops and it was. It had like. All the, the, the big tubs of sweeties, like in the battle of the cola bottles and the, you know, the mints they, and whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, it was in proper old-fashioned sweet shop kind of stuff. Mm. But they made it, they tried to make a comeback. So I remember seeing them in the wee shop around from my old flat. I had them for a while. Mm. They're all right. They're... You go to, if you go to Dino's and Helen's, where they've still got like wall-to-wall with uh, those kind of sweeties. So you never know. Yeah, yeah, I would remember them. I'm showing them a picture. Yeah, of like now, it, yeah. As soon as you show me the picture, yeah. I actually got a flash of the taste yeah. in my mouth. It was kind of du- dusty. Uh, and, mm. yeah. Fucking 2000s kids will never know. Yeah. <laughs> Do they still make flumps? I haven't seen a flump in ages. I mean, you still get marshmallows. Yeah, so. I, I, I agree. I haven't seen a flump in a while, but yeah, I've seen like other flump branded, adjacent yeah. products. Mm. <laughs> the... The wee shop uh, across the road from the cinema where I go and get like my, my stuff uh, for the cinema. Uh, they do, it's basically like a sandwich, but it's made of flumps. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's a bit strange, but okay. That does seem pretty good. I though. mean, it's not bread or anything, it's all sweets, it's just it's fashioned oh, yeah. in the like of a sandwich. Yeah. What's your favourite, like a sweet imitating something else? Oh, I don't know. Have you got one? No, the only but for some reason I was thinking of like remember like the fake money used to be a thing for a while. Mate, right? I like, still love that shit. I still love that shit, man. Uh, I seen when you can get like a big one. It was like you know because you used to get just the wee the netted uh, ones. It was like you know ten p's, twenty p's, whatever. But I seen one that was like a giant, a giant <coughs> one. I was like, man, one of these days I'm gonna have to. The, just, the child in me one. will need to get that. But, I mean, like that's the thing. I don't remember them fondly. I remember buying them because it was a fucking stupid child. Like I don't ever remember them tasting good. It was just like rice paper. Like, do you know what I like? In fact, that's exactly what it is, isn't it? Like what fake money? Yeah. No, it's chocolate coins, isn't it? No, I'm talking about the one. It's like it looked like a note. It was essentially. Oh, just, I'm talking oh, about chocolate right, coins. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm talking about chocolate. But yeah, chocolate that coins. would probably just be rice paper. Yeah. yeah. Aye. 
I mean, nobody ever thought they were dead hard. They were doing it because they knew, ironically, that that's what the the point kind of was supposed to be. I think primary school children don't understand fucking irony. Let's get I don't know. I think, I, I think that's I all can, about going primary school. It's all about thinking. Oh yeah, it's a pure dead kid. I can remember. I can remember sporting like a, a fake cigarette and being all like, "I know for a fact this is not cool, and that's why it's cool." I remember thinking that. <laughs> How old were you when you did that? Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, the actual fake money, like the chocolate coins and stuff, they were good. No, I was talking about the 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 uh, yeah, the chocolate coins was great. But do you remember the thing I always liked was I don't know, but they're trying to think of the name of them. They were kind of it was like not an ice rink or an ice puck thing, but basically it was the wee chocolate in a cup, like you know the wee. Oh, yeah, 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 fucking yeah. loved them, man. I they were like so good. Pens. Aye, it was just essentially chocolate. Aye, I'd be yeah. like that, man. Like, again, but they were kind of horrible chocolate, but at the same time, yeah, there was, there was, always, there was something there was about them. Oh, they were yeah. shit hot, man, honestly. No, I didn't like, see the ones that were like milk chocolate buttons covered in like hundreds of thousands or whatever it was. I loved them, man. Oh, aye, they were good, like, I just wanted the chocolate. I believe they are called jazzies. They are called jazzies, aye. I like them, no? No. What about like hundreds of thousands on ice cream? Like, see those foam shrimps? No, I don't like I them. I could not stand the texture of them foam shrimps. I, do, I don't really mind a foam, shrimp, foam shrimp. No. A foam banana, on the other hand, no, that's I, rank. I hit and miss. That's rank. Same as uh, I liked fruit salads, but not blackjacks. Yep, I'll go with I, that. No, no child likes blackjacks. I, I thought you were a fan of the blackjacks. I, when I got older. Okay, so <laughs> is, is it kind of... Well, here's one, right? You ever tried a fisherman's friend? Yes, that's a grim experience. They're disgusting. Is that just mint? No, no it's, it's a weird taste, man. But see, it's, it's it fucking it feels like you're being choked. Yeah, <laughs> as a child, I actually genuinely thought they were for fishermen. It's like they were ah, well, something to do that's, with that's, fishermen. That's the kind of market employee. It's got a ship in the front of it. My granddad gave me one, and they were fucking disgusting. I'm like, I have no idea who would like this. Uh, this isn't like a a marmite scenario where it's yeah, they like it, you don't. I'm like. I don't know how anybody could like this. Yeah. It's right. just I have, I have disgusting. A Unlike those, those wholesome kids on the TV that the granddads give them Werther's Originals. Werther's Originals are um, shit hot, man. They are good. They are really good. I have a, an ingredients list for the extra strong lozenges, which is the normal. Is that what they are? That's the normal one. Right. Sugar, licorice extract, menthol, eucalyptus oil, dextrin, triganaganth, and capsicum tincture. Aye. That's all of... Horrible stuff. Yeah, everything is medicine. Everything about that screams I've not been able to take a full breath since I was 10. And they were, in fact, invented to relieve various respiratory problems suffered from fishermen working in the extreme conditions of the northern deep sea. There you go. There you go, man. Let's say you're wrapped up in the kitchen lozenge minute. Aye, that was a wee factoid. Nice one. But no, they were fucking horrendous. Yeah, they're grim. They're really jake. Okay. So I nearly cried because I was I, I wondered why my granddad did this to me. You know, I was like, "This is disgusting." Was he laughing? Uh, he wasn't really laughing. Um, I was a bit surprised that he didn't hand me what every everybody's granny and granda had uh, a, a, a peppermint cream <clears throat> or some kind some kind of fries chocolate. Fries peppermint creams are underrated. I still eat them. It's good. Yeah. It's just I'm but saying whenever I went to my, my 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 nan and granda's and I'm like, "Do you have any chocolate?" They'd always have a pep, one bar of peppermint cream. It was that, never like a galaxy or a, a Danny very Milk. Old it was people's 
Yeah, Barrage Oakland, but there's great. See, when I the was orange drunk, creams are amazing. Orange creams, right, are, the orange creams are amazing. They're the best. When I was drunk, like a week ago or something, man, I bought two multi-packs of them out of the garage <laughs> and then sat and ate all six at the one fucking go. What, peppermint creams? Yeah, I had three peppermint <laughs> creams and three orange creams. I just ate the lot. <laughs> just like sitting there with like, just like a big bundle of tinfoil on the table when I was done. <laughs> Do you prefer a fries peppermint cream or a fries Turkish Delight, Paco? Oh god! Surely it's the Turkish delight wins it. Yeah. Like it used to, the Turkish delights used to be like way bigger and they were better. All sweets used to be way bigger and better. Mm. As were cans of juice. Yeah, that's, not, that's not even like a. As we were growing up, they just seem smaller. Now, though, like Turkish delights are actually smaller. Like yeah, no, everything's smaller. Yeah. <clears throat> I would if you sat them both in front of me. Don't get me wrong. I would eat them both. But yeah, it's like, like I, the heads. I would probably go for the orange cream before I go for the Turkish. Well, it was a peppermint cream last. I will definitely the Turkish light then. Yeah. But if it was an orange cream, if it was an orange cream. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, I would yeah. do the orange cream over the Turkish light. Wow. But peppermint. Any any kind of combination of fruit <clears throat> and chocolate is something I'm mega into. Do you like a fruit and nut? Hi. That's disgusting, man. That is utterly rank. A fruit <laughs> nut. What are you talking about? Tommy, <laughs> Tommy doesn't like nuts. Or raisins. Why would you want to ruin a chocolate bar by throwing that shit in it, man? Same as because the raisins. Because that shit is not shit. It's good. It's disgusting, man. It's terrible. See, see if I had the choice of a regular old, here's a chocolate bar, mm-hmm. or wait for it, I've added nuts. You're well taking the nuts. No, that's exactly, far no, exactly, That's man. fucking rank, man. That's, 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 you have upgraded. That's terrible. Yeah. That's abs- no, <clears throat> you're upgraded when you add caramel into the mix, man. But nuts, caramel and nuts? Nuts at Make all. Make it no. so. No, you're not. No, you're I'm with right. you on this one, man. That's disgusting, man. Same as i seen you eating, was it a Reese's peanut butter and chocolate? That's fucking... Uh, that's yeah, that's disgusting, man. Oh, I, used to, I used to not like them, but now I, like that's kind of my go-to now. That's the thing I'll kind of make a beeline for. I've got heavy into... Kit Kat peanut butter. They're also good. Uh, so see yeah. when see when you go to the cinema, right? And you know we, we don't pay for cinema food. Uh, we're not champs. I, I, I will look, I will occasionally buy like a hot dog. Occasionally, yeah, hot very, dog. Very, very say, say you get your chocolate bar, right? <clears throat> what is your go-to chocolate or sweet drink snack combo? As, as has been ascertained on many an episode of this show. I go for the weed. Bland. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it, weed generally is. Yeah. I go for the Poundland, uh, uh, what do you call them, Jaffa Cakes, where oh. instead of one roll of Jaffa Cakes for a pound, you get two. two. Mm-hmm. Right, I tend to go for the Jelly Snakes. Ah, you did. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my go-to. Did you have that, like, you went and watched How to how Train Your Dragon 3 the day. What did you have? You uh, Did you have, a, you had a fajita before you went <laughs> to the cinema? Not in the cinema, but did you have chocolate with it? No, I got a big no, bag of skips. Skips? Mm. Oh, man, that's a fucking yeah. crisp. That's I, a crisp. I didn't eat anything today. No? No. I, I've become, <clears throat> my kind of routine now going to cinema is I will always tend to go into the cinema Starbucks and buy a coffee. Aye. Uh, I drink a lot of coffee in the cinema now. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I think what the reason the reason I kind of started doing that was because there was a period where I was eating a lot of hash yogurts before going to the cinema, mm. and I was getting tired halfway through. Mm. So now I drink the coffee so to kind of balance taking, it out. Taking yeah. some drugs to fix your other drugs. <laughs> yeah. mm. That sounds that sounds like the Neil McCulloch I've known for over a decade. That yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I usually go to the shop and I'll get a glass bottle of Iron Extra and. Uh, a Yorkie and uh, the Dairy Milk Oreo. 
which has changed significantly from your uh, older team, which used to be Minstrels and Milk. Minstrels yeah, and Milk. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Minstrels and Milk. Man. It was so good. It was a weird combo, but it was it was great. Um, but yeah, no, I, like I don't know. Just <laughs> are he, are he's even older combo of a bottle of vodka. <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. And the spear. But it was uh, no, I, I like a dairy milk Oreo, man. That's that's a that's a better turn than. And I've always, I'm always a fan of Yorkie. Yorkie's a boring chocolate, but yeah. I think it tastes cheap. It does. I was going to say. Oh, cheap. which really? is why the only acceptable Yorkie is the biscuit Yorkie, or the one with the raisins in it. That's I would, yeah, I'd take that over a normal nah, one. Nah, you're all right. It's just something about Nestle. It's Nestle chocolate in general. Uh, just always tastes that oh, wee bit cheaper. Cadbury's as well now, man. Now, yeah, definitely. But you would still choose. I know me and you have had this chat, Paco. You would still choose Nestle and Cadbury over fucking Galaxy. No, not anymore. No. Oh man, shit's changed. Yeah. Now, what, wow. I, I haven't bought a dairy milk in maybe two years or something. Since the last time we, I bought a dairy milk and our mate Craig Barney was here, and as I was eating it, I looked at him and said, These are shit now. I don't think I'll ever buy one of these again. And wow. I stuck to that. Uh, wow. The only time I ever buy like a dairy milk is the uh, Turkish Delight version of it. Which you oh, never oh, see yeah. anymore. You don't really see that much, do you? You don't see it a lot. Which is a bloody <clears> shame. <throat> Turkish Delight's amazing, man. I'm, I, I'm funny with it. Like I like a fries Turkish delight, but there has been times you have like Turkish delight and it, it's still very nice. It tastes soap. Ah, that's the, uh, the, they're not using gelatin; they're using pectin. Yeah, the, oh, right, okay. the fries Turkish delight is your most kind of mainstream version of Turkish delight. Aye. Whereas if you get like the actual proper Turkish delight, it is very perfumey. Right, because right, it's right. the rose oils and things yeah. like that that's in it. Uh, yeah, no, I would. I don't get me wrong. I've had other Turkish lights are fries, but that that would be my go-to Turkish yeah. light. Like if you got a Turkish light and say like, on a quality quality street or roses, I'd be all right with that. But I'd I'd hope it was all right. You used to, did you? Aye. Yeah, I think. In fact, do you know like the only like outside of like a buying like a fries Turkish light? I think the only only kind of main brand that you can get Turkish light from now is Thorntons, isn't it? Like the other ones kind of chuck the Thorntons. But I mean, but anyway, Thorns is a special occasion. You know, you don't just. I don't really, I don't really ever go to Thorns. Used to be. Thorns used to should be a special occasion, but if you're a fucking gannet like me, Thorns is when you walk past it. I never. I'd only Thorns, go on. Thorns has been taken over by so many kind of more elitist chocolate nowadays, like our hotel chocolate. Mm. Like that's fucking good chocolate. Or is it right. Lind- Lindor? Anyway, though, this is not. <laughs> fucking chocolate in the kitchen this is Raptors in the kitchen this is a movie podcast for movie people mm-hmm. in which we're going to talk about the film Chocolate yeah. <laughs> have you seen uh, that? yeah so that's the one with like uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp and Juliet Bin- is it Bin- uh, it makes is it a Jean-Pierre Junie movie? no, no it's uh, Lassa Hallstrom yeah it, it makes folk horny after you eat the chocolate is that what it is? Yeah, the one I'm thinking oh, yeah, of it's about, ro- it's about romance you won't like it the one I'm thinking of is Delicatessen you are I think. Thinking that is it a Jean-Pierre Junie? Yeah. Yeah. that's about that's cannibalism, about cannibalism. Yeah. yeah same, so same thing same film. thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so gents um, well I've I've talked about Patsy's film yeah, so yeah. Let's, what what let's, you said? Well, no, let's let's talk about the Aladdin trailer first. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, yeah. Why not? Because uh, it's a rare occasion where you see something that is instantly dislikable. 
as you know, I see, I see a lot of trailers that are instantly like, dislikable. Instantly, though, man, like that instantly, that instant family trailer immediately turns me off. Oh god, that's terrible. I think it looks alright. It looks shy. Don't behave yourself, man. Don't behave yourself. It looks like a total cheap Disney a film on the Disney Channel. It looks like the kind of film. It looks like the kind of film that maybe five years ago would have had Catherine Heigl and George Duhamel. Yeah, but at the same time, it looks like. It shouldn't be in cinemas. Like it's a, no. It should be on the Hallmark Channel or some noise. Okay. So uh, there's that about Aladdin, though. I mean, the, the trailer... <laughs> the, yeah, Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. Um, so continuing that trend of like just making like a live-action, short-for-short remake of Disney films. like That seems to be what's happening here, but mm-hmm. they added in what looks to be like the worst idea for a genie ever in like just a painted blue Will Smith. It's not even that. It's also CG as well. It just looks absolutely It looks shit. terrible. It shit. looks... Like, how could you ever have made that and thought that's the look we want to go for? That's exactly the ticket. That's the art direction. But in saying that, I would say that about Guy Ritchie's last effort, uh, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. There's a shit ton of things where you're like you went with that decision. Really, is it only you that liked that? Because nobody else is gonna like it. And they didn't, and it bombed. So I don't know. I, re- I reckon Aladdin might be. Folk will still watch it. Aladdin, but... Aladdin will make his money. Yeah, I'll probably not. Probably won't make. It'll be the weakest. The money I reckon, that they think they want to make. Huh? I reckon it'll be the weakest of the, the Disney adaptation. Even the Beast made quite a bit, didn't it? Yeah, it did oh, right, yeah. Huh? Was it good? Did you guys watch it? I've yet to see it. No, I've... Cinderella was the Kenneth Branagh one, right? Yeah. yeah. Again, that made its money, but I think again it was generally well received. But it was again just a shot for shot remake. I don't know about shot for yeah, shot, but it'd be shot base, shot. basically, you know, I mean, it's the same story. Um, but yeah, and then you've got the live at live action adaptation of the Lion King to come as well. And the Jungle Book as well. And Dumbo, yeah, I've seen the trailer for that. Was there not like was there actually one called the Jungle Book or was it all? Jungle like, Book's been done and then you had Andy Serkis' Mowgli. But right. that's been done. And I think it's uh the Lion King one is Favreau's making that and he made the Jungle Book one. So who makes Bambi? Uh hopefully it'll be the one with the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that SNL sketch? That's that's a film I would watch the share of it. It's like Bambi meets Fast <clears throat> and Furious. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, like really it was just how bad Will Smith looked in that trailer was the only sticking point I had for it like the rest of it just looks so completely yeah. just uninteresting I think Big Will needs to realise that his star is not as bright as it used to be <laughs> and he needs to start making better decisions better get himself some of that Scientology money was that an intentional pun on the movie Bright or uh, no but let's be honest here as we we thought Bright was alright but it was, it was badly received um, I can't believe it's getting a sequel Um but yeah, is uh, it, it's getting a sequel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard it's getting a sequel. It's a sequel. Uh, Suicide Squad, <laughs> shite. I mean, what name? They, they must have. What made was money the last though, right? good Will Smith film? Think about it. Oh man, he was in Suicide. I wonder why you were bringing that up there. I forgot he was even in it. Uh, he's uh, dead. Dead, dead shot. Yeah. Aye. Dead eye. I said that. Dead yeah. eye, man. Dead, dead eye. eye. Dead shot. What was the last good Will Smith movie? See the fact that we're taking this long because, like, I mean, what was before Suicide Squad? Because I can't think of anything other than uh, After, After Earth. Exactly. Was that honestly the one before I Suicide think I'm Squad? Sure that was one before and Suicide that Squad. was Gash. Holy crap! And that was already like six or seven years ago, right? Mm-hmm. That's two thousand and twelve, I think. And um, before then, no, I'm that was the think. John Cusack movie. Oh man, that was a bunch. Yeah. I'm trying to think the last good Will Smith film. Miles Miles Hart. Hart. <laughs> uh, no. 
as enjoyable that piece of shit is, it's, it's a piece of shit. I, take it, like, was I, I he... started playing the song and work quite a lot. Was oh, he I'm even... sure it is good, Ben. Was, he... was he even like a cameo in Independence Day Resurgence? No. But did they have a picture of him? They mentioned, did they mention him? I think, well, bear in mind, it's his I, son. I'm sure like... they did mention him, yeah. Yeah, I think Big Will thought he w- <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> but yeah, he, he still for... is like, listen, man, why would you want to take on the iconic role of the genie portrayed by Robin Williams as oh, like man. Oh, okay, right. What? What's that? Oh, I've just, I'm on Will Smith's IMDb page and just seen what he's made. Uh, I forgot he was in that Focus. Focus is okay. He was in Concussion. Concussion was, again. The Pursuit of Happiness. No, that's way, way better. Uh, con- concussion was alright. That was Big Will looking for his Oscar nod, but he never got it. What was uh, the one with the jellyfish? Was that Collateral Beauty. That's seven pounds. Seven pounds. Yeah, I would probably say Focus. Focus is an alright heist film, but again, it's just alright. It kind of came and went. I think the whole idea was we've got this very average heist film with Will Smith and Margot Robbie in it, so it'll make its money on his star presence alone. And that is when Big Will should realised you're not the you're not the film star. Sorry, you're not the movie star you were. He has sorry. He has three films coming out this year. Aladdin, oh, Gemini Man, Spies in Disguise. Bad Boys 3? or Twi- ba- 2020. Alright. Bad Boys 2020? Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> so, I mean, that was that then. That was that was the Aladdin trailer. <laughs> um, I don't care about this film. It'll come out. I don't really... I'll see it, but I don't really care. I have the controversial opinion that I don't think Disney's Aladdin is that great. So I don't really wow, care about it. That, that is controversial. controversial man. I think oh, it's wow. all. I think it's all right. I think it's the weakest of the Disney Renaissance movies. Right. So see, during that era of the Disney Renaissance films, is your favorite Beauty and the Beast? Beauty and the Beast is Knew the best it. Disney film of all time. Knew it. Knew it. <laughs> Followed closely by the Little Mermaid. There's yeah. a lot. <laughs> but there's You're a lot high. of that era. You are high. <laughs> Mid. There's a lot of bad Disney ones from that time, weren't there? Like what? No, because what you, you, the way that Disney was really good, and then it started getting crap in like the kind of seventies and eighties, um, up until like the Dark Crystal, not Dark Crystal, Black Cauldron, and Fox and the Hound was kind of like that was like the death nail. So everything after that, uh, Little Mermaid. Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and, Beauty and the Beast. That's known as kind of the Renaissance. Yeah. And it started getting good again. Did it though? Was there not like a bunch of really boring ones at that time? Um, like right had, now I'm struggling had... to think of. But... I, I, I like Mulan. Right. A lot of people don't. Pocahontas isn't really that good. Um, there's something else in amongst that time, wasn't there? Hercules? I like Hercules. I think Hercules is actually really underrated. I don't know if it's Disney. Is it the, <clears throat> the is it the Emperor's new groove? New groove. Yeah. I think it is Disney, but it's not counted within the like the kind of princess right. cycle. What about uh, Prince of Egypt? Uh, that's not Disney. I too much. Oh, it's Sinbad. Prince of Egypt. The Brad Pitt Sinbad. Do you ever watch that? I, I don't think I have. There's a I bunch I haven't I seen. Like again, I don't know if that's Disney or that. it's really good though. Because you had like, you had that like when DreamWorks was coming out, and then you had uh, like the bigger studios started having a lot more animated films. Yeah. 
because like I couldn't tell like Titan AE is that Disney? I don't think so. No, I'm that's, not not, sure. that's not Disney. Um, Treasure Planet. Uh, that the, is Disney. That was, was it Treasure Planet? Was that the one that was like the Legend of Atlantis or something like that? Or was that something different? Uh, that is also Disney. Yeah. Right. See, yeah, there's a lot of Disney animated films round about that era that I've not really seen. Uh, just I'm kind of going through that night, just checking up on mm-hmm. this Disney thing, and uh, there's a Frozen two, Frozen two first trailer has been released. Oh, there you go. I'll see you in about two minutes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Um, but I remember there was a like when Pixar was kind of becoming big. I was like, I mean, I seen Toy Story, but there was a long period of time where I just didn't watch them because I was still kind of it was still that kind of whole narrow-minded view that was like oh well if they're kids films man I won't need to watch them kind of thing and then like watching like Monsters Inc and Finding Nemo and all that and you realise like man these aren't kids films and yes kids can watch them but these are just as much for adults as they are for children Um, but yeah so during that kind of time there's a lot of Disney films at that point I hadn't really seen like a lot of folk, I remember watching Shrek and folk losing their shit over it. I think Shrek's alright. I think Shrek, when it first came out. That's DreamWorks as well. That yeah. is DreamWorks. Yeah. When, <clears throat> when that first came out, that was a really big deal. Shrek, Shrek yeah. was a really good film at the time. Right. Since it hasn't really, it's not aged well. It's, it's not so much that. And it's also really overplayed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more so right. that people don't really watch the original Shrek of it anymore. Whenever you think of Shrek, you just think of the multitudes and multitudes of sequels that came out after it. Yeah, like, see, they, they, all, they all blend together. Yeah, I, always, I always remember when Shrek the Third came out, and your sister-in-law, I remember you were telling me, it used to amuse you because she's got an Irish accent. Right. She would sound like Shrek, Shrek the Third. The third. <laughs> yeah. I remember you telling me that. My, th- my dad was really into Shrek. He loved that film. There's a few folk back home, like my age, that they, they still go on about it. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, like they'll quote it. And is like, it, is really? it the last good film maybe Murphy made? Uh, <laughs> no, I'll tell you the last good film actually. No, that, no, that was after Bullfinger. Bullfinger's the last good movie. Like the the, the last good live action film that Eddie uh, Murphy made is Bullfinger as a very very underrated comedy. Bullfinger is a good movie. Absolutely. You seen Bullfinger? Yeah. God almighty, I love it. That's one of the only films I can, like, because my mum doesn't really watch films. She's more of your British police procedural uh, and soap opera kind of uh, viewer. Uh, and I, the two films I always remember mum for, because uh, she actually sat and watched them and really enjoyed them, was Bullfinger and Speed. <laughs> and she enjoyed uh, both not, those films. I'm like, that's great. Because she always like, oh. Speed in ages, I was actually thinking about that the day. Mm-hmm. I think it was when they dropped the whole cinematographer thing from the Oscars, and I was just thinking about how Jan de Bod was a cinematographer in Die Hard. And I was like, oh yeah, and Speed, man. When was the last time I've seen Speed? Yeah. And uh, Twister. Twister's gash. It is gash, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. He was making, it was like he was making good Roland Emmerich films. <laughs> Who was that? Well, Jan oh, de Bod. Jan de Bon. Yeah, he was, well, he was a cinematographer in Die Hard. He was cinematographer for... Shit, he was like Paul Verhoeven's like go-to cinematographer. You are correct. And then he did like then he directed Speed, Speed Two, Twister, and a bunch of other stuff. But Speed's the one he'll be remembered for. Yeah, because it's awesome. Speed Two, Cruise Control, however, isn't. Keanu Reeves made a good call not to return to that franchise. Was there a Speed Three outside of that Father Ted episode? That no. is the full title of it. Outside yeah. the Father Ted episode. <laughs> 
That's the only speed sequel we'll ever need, is that fucking episode. It's so good. Uh, he directed Lara Croft Tomb Raider with a great did, uh, did, uh, the Cradle of Life. He did, he did. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually the better of the two. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I don't even I, think I've seen all did, that. He also did The Haunting. That is not great. No, it is not. No. That's what I'm saying. It's like you'll only be really remembered for, in terms of direction, speed and to a lesser extent, Twister. You know, he's DOP on a lot of really good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like, uh, Basic Instinct. Uh, <laughs> it goes as far back as 1965. Yeah, because I'm sure he was. Uh, Paul Verhoeven's go-to guy. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, that's what it was. What we were talking about, Jan de Bon Calixo, is because he's a DOP on Roar. Oh, Roar, that's what it was. Oh, fuck, I've still yet and to see get, that bloody film. Yeah, man. I mean, that's a film that I mean, Roar. I actually have to buy just so we can actually yeah. watch it. We're not going to recap. We we it, for our regular listeners, just, we just, we have talked about it. Just go on YouTube and look for the trailer Roar. It's starring, not, it's not the Katy Perry song. Starring, uh, not Melanie Griffith. Is it Melanie Griffith? No, it's not Melanie, Melanie Griffith. Griffith, her mum, and a bunch of other folk. Is the DOP on Joe and I? So, is there anything yeah. else interesting happened to you guys this week then? Any other movie news? Uh, movie news? Yeah. We're not really going to get any of the Daily News and stuff, are we, man? Like, just nah. kind of. No, no, that's no. been played out enough. Yeah. Everywhere else. Um, um, not much. Just been faffing about, working. Yeah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. like I've not been as rigorous at my uh, film viewing. It's been a rewatch of the U.S. Office kind of week for me. I've been just watching season upon season after that, just enjoying a cheap laugh. What's the name of the cat? Is it Snowflake or Pancake? Bandit. Bandit. Damn it! I think you were right. What well, do you remember the name of Zach Galifianakis's dogs in Pound Cake? Uh, <laughs> Flapjack. No, it's. I think it's no, it's pound cake and muffins. Muffins, <laughs> pound cake. <laughs> the campaign is not by any stretch of the imagination an amazing uh, comedy. The, the campaign, but it's it's movie. fine, man. It's an it's kind of it's it's, it's a film that should have real... maybe been made in the eighties. It's like a, it's almost like a trading places kind of feel to it, man. Like, uh, but yeah, I, I it's probably Will Ferrell's last really good, well last good comedy. Speaking of films that should have been made in the 80s, Alita Battle Angel. I keep forgetting that, yeah, the anime is called Battle Angel Alita, but the movie is called Alita Battle Angel. From the producers of Avatar and Titanic and the guy that directs and say. So, if I'm correct, I I remember as a kid growing up reading Empire and seeing James Cameron wanted to make this film. For years. Must must have been like the, the late 80s at least. Mm-hmm. That he's been talking about this, and by God, seems it, to be a trend for him, doesn't it? Because it was the same with Avatar. Like we thought about at the time when it came out, it was like, oh, I've been wanting to make this for twenty uh, years, but I had to wait for technology to catch up with my uh, vision. No, it but, was I had to invent technology yeah. to catch up with vision. And ten years later, James, you're still working on those sequels that nobody wants. Yeah. But by God, it's, uh, yeah. it's you can tell watching this film. Like that has bro, been in development for so fucking. Bro, I, I think though the bigger thing with it is that it's based on a manga which is that old. Yeah, and like I think I haven't read the manga. I don't think you have either. No. So like, yeah, I haven't either. For for people who have read it, like maybe they got the film they wanted because it is a truthful adaptation. Mm. For someone who hasn't read it, it felt archaic as shit. 
It's not even that. It felt amateurish as well in so many ways. That was my question because... But that's Robert Rodriguez. I like Robert Rodriguez and he's very much... He has his own style. But when you've got James Cameron money, that was my question. Does it still look amateur? No, it looks really cheap. Yeah. There's parts of it that look impressive. Like For the most part, everything just looks off. Like There's something wrong with it. Okay, I'll give you an example of like, you know how in Black Panther, when they go to Wakanda for the first time and he's cutting about the kind of the city and everything, it's clearly a set. Yeah. And everything kind of stands out because of it yeah, being yeah, a set. Yeah, yeah. That's the entire. That's film. how this film yeah. looks because everything beyond a certain point is is green screen CG because mm. it's the only way that that film could get made. Right. And it's it's like fucking Phantom Menace levels. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah, yeah. Of you can tell this is a green screen. Jesus. Which is which amazed me because it's like it's James Cameron fucking money. He's got money. You've yeah. got budget behind this and so many like smaller films are doing this better than you yeah it's like you've just made the two you you made the two most successful films in cinema history why wouldn't they give you why wouldn't they give you x amount of money to mm-hmm. make this look the fucking nuts but like, that's the thing though you get the impression that they did actually have like a clear art style in mind it just wasn't a particularly good one it does just look cheap yeah. like it just it just never looks what's the synopsis satisfying. so there is like I think a war between like humans and the a the, colony the on film, Mars. The film the film starts telling you that it's like thirty years after the war between. I think it's even more than that. It, yeah. Oh no! It's, it's three hundred. Three hundred years after the war between Earth and Mars. Yeah, but it's uh, not Martians. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's a human colony. It's essentially the plot of Advanced War, Modern Warfare and Advanced Warfare. Yeah. Or a. That the Expanse TV show, uh, or there's like loads of things that kind of that idea. Still need to watch that. But yeah, but basically, like there isn't really any kind of advanced cities left on Earth. Like uh, it's essentially inhabited now by like slums all over the planet. But like one advanced city managed to kind of avoid the the kind of the war, and it's still kind of floating up in the sky. Right. So it's the that... total Elysium style. Right. The rich right. people live in the floating city right. in the sky, and right. all the the rest of humanity are treated like dregs who live in essentially slums in the ground. Mm-hmm. And a one of them is Christoph Waltz, who is a doctor, and he finds like the partial partial mangled body of a, a kind of robot in a big scrapyard that's kind of directly below the city. So it's like all the city's junk. Is he really there. a doctor, or would he be rather would a be mechanic? A mechanic, yeah. Slash electrician. I mean, they say doctor, like a, <laughs> but yeah, he's like he, he's a doctor for robots and cyborgs. I, pretty much everybody. That's so he's got a doctor of robotics. Is that what it is? No, he's like. He's like a medic, but for yeah, because everybody everybody has like robotic implants parts. And robotic, robotic oh right, parts. okay, right, right. Because right. they all work in mines and stuff. Uh, like but that. yeah, he, he finds this kind of part of a, a robot body, and then he essentially gives it a full body again, so it can move around and stuff. But it, it's got amnesia and doesn't know where it came from. But it has a big secret. And then they theorise that it came from the city above because they've been in the scrapyard below. Not going to waste where the villain goes that in case somebody yeah. is actually interested, but a. Uh, yeah, the the movie's essentially like kind of her finding her place in the world, finding out who she is, a uh, try to kind of regain her memories, discovering that like for some reason she could fight very much like uh, a long kiss goodnight with Gina Davis. Is she <laughs> is she a messiah figure? No, no. Right. I uh, 
But like, yeah, it's it's just like a, mostly it is like a coming age movie set against just a lot of violence that's in this world kind of thing. Uh, there's a serial killer in the streets and stuff, and like they get embroiled in that kind of story. Uh, there's like a big bad who lives in the city above that you know ends up kind of being a, a goal for them is to like they need to try and reach that city. But that's most of the movie is like all the characters in the the kind of the yeah. slum want to go to the the good place. So it's like again, it's something that you have seen done countless times. Is that reverse matrix? <laughs> I mean, no, it's no because it's just matrix. It's just the in the ship bit. The yeah. Also, they, you, you never. That's what I'm saying. I said, is it a reverse matrix rather no, than because, get out of the matrix? They want to get into the best the the nice place. No, because you never ever actually really see the, the nice, nice place, place, so yeah. you can't really compare it. Right, like there's like just the nice place might be a lie. Really, right. really, but there's, not, but there's not like an architect type figure that's stopping them, like a Jodie Foster type figure. I know there is. Oh, there oh, is. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Jodie Foster and Alicia, not just in general. I'm not saying she's <laughs> running shit, you know. What I mean? Who knows? Who she is? And they, they, treat, they treat that like a big reveal as well, and then like when you find out about it, you're like, you're like, yeah, we, we figure this out. Everybody, yeah. everybody no, knows a story. It's, it's specifically who the actor is. Is like they treat that like it's a. Oh. Cause, I mean, yeah, because that's like the final. The movie. final, the final shot is that, and you're just like, I don't care yeah. <laughs> when it when it happens. Uh, uh, I'll ask you after the podcast. Yeah, it's um, just it's just really just generic. It's just it's, forgettable. It's, it's, is it good? No, no. It's, it's but it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. bad, right? Okay, because yeah. the trailer looked shit. Like, there's nothing subtle about it. Like, it's all amazingly heavy-handed. It's like I, I would imagine if you're just looking for like yeah, mindless. Awful. If you're looking for like mindless action, like you literally do not want your brain to engage. You could just go in and watch things I explode. Like that, but I, I, like, I like shit like that though. But like, this so why one, is this bad? Because it's just Cause wrapped it, up in like everything around everything all the just, kind of world. Everything just seems so cheap. So amateurish. The script is garbage. Yeah. Uh, there's design. There's like design choices. Mm. Like even the performances, like the the big eyes, the anime eyes on on the girl. Even the it performances, man. Like the the performances. Yeah, are like, everything's really I, wooden. Is Waltzy no good at it? No, not no, even. he's not. He's he's maybe the best thing in it. Is but that, that's he, not really. He, he's kind much. of he's kind of locked in that. You know, Christoph Waltz when he's doing the I'm a cheery guy. Kind of Christoph Waltz. Yeah. He's kind of locked. Django. Up. Django Waltz. No. Yeah. No, he's not quite as manic as that. No. He's not quite as... He's, he's like Dad Waltz. Dad Waltz. And it, it's just, there's not not really a lot there for him to do. There's not a lot for anybody to yeah. do. Because they focus on, obviously, Alita and this boy that she picks up. Aye, who's just Hugo, his name Hugo, is. Hugo, who's just, just like so, so generic, yeah. so... Like, he, he's so pick, clearly Robert Rodriguez has gone that's me when I was 17 yeah. let's have but a like, again like he's one of those kind of actors where you can tell that he's just been to like a acting school like he's like you know a drama student yeah. who's in a big budget movie do you know what I mean like <clears> that kind of over performance thing with like nothing about what well, he like does. he's he's no he's not got a lot of experience. No, no, right. no. He, he, he looks. He looks. He has very much been told how to act. Yeah, right. Like a. You can see it a mile away. I mean, it's like, it doesn't. Nothing about his performance feels like an actual person. It feels uh, like a drama student in a movie. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not trying, natural. He, he's not embodying the character. He's merely portraying. Uh, oh. Sounds wank. No, you're not getting away with that. I don't think oh, you. It's not working. Sorry, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out what you mean. 
but I, I think I, I think I, I, I get the kind of shavings of what he's made. It's just like he, he just has that air about him that like so many drama students do, where like they kind of over enunciate a lot of things and put more you know effort into things. Than should. I've seen a lot of drama students. Is my point, and Tommy? What? I'm not a drama um, student. Then why are you causing a row? I think you are both losing the point here. I, I know what you mean. Aye. Aye, okay. But, uh, Maybe I need to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch it. Loads of stuff just happens as well, yeah. man. It's like none of the characters really make sense. Like There's like bits where you can tell it was supposed to be like a really poignant, emotional moment, and it just falls flat. Like There's a bit where like a dog that she rescues early on in the movie gets killed, and right. like she immediately kind of scoops down and just starts rubbing its blood over her face. God damn. Like, and uses it as, like, kind of war paint. And you get the impression that it's, it's supposed it's to be... It's supposed to be, like, that Rambo moment of, oh, fuck, shit, this get real. Yeah, but, like, it just doesn't play right. It, nothing yeah. about it plays right. It, the whole movie's that and the, and the worst thing about it is that it's boring. Mm. And it's Randy Orton boring. Wow. It's, like, just... Any time it goes out in an action sequence, it kind of... It would be exciting if there was some effort put into it, but it just becomes a CGI yeah. cutscene. And there's no, like, real surprises, like that bit, no. in, that bit in Roadhouse where, like, he rips his throat out. No. No. So what we're saying is it's not even close to as good as Roadhouse. That's right, that's exactly what we're saying. Right, that's the review. Yeah. <laughs> Alina Bally, Joe Shite, no worries. Jennifer Connelly again as well, like, spends the whole movie. Jennifer Connelly's in it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, she spends the whole movie. She's, like, and she's rubbish. If, if you're going to say she spends the whole time looking wooded, I was like, that is her that career. Is, that, is, that is what she does. Apart from but when like, she goes ass to ass, she's she's she always as like, wooden as a fucking forest. She's always the villain in this one all the way through for, like, just whatever reason. And then and there's a reveal. At, at the end, it's like just... Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's an undeserved face uh, turn. Although, I laugh, there's a bit... It's not Paul Bettany, is it? No, no. Right, okay. Don't I, waste this. Uh, because I know exactly what you're okay, going to say. Okay, I'll tell you. It's, it's another example of... There's a they, bit where they just thought, utterly ridiculous. They thought it was going to be like impactfully yeah. emotional. To the audience, yeah. Yeah. And like, and you like, see it and you want to laugh. And like, see, in like, wow. like, Robocop 2, 1996, mm. it would have looked fucking amazing, mate. Right. But in 2019, I just went... Uh, <laughs> you see it and you're like did they actually just put that in there is it, is it like that bit me and, me and Danny were talking about this uh, is it like that bit in Battle Royale where there's obviously a, lo- a loss in translation effort where um, the lassie Gogo from uh, Kill Bill is being held by this guy and she's dying and then the guy who she fancies and you know that throughout the whole film she goes listen I just can I tell you something I just I always thought you were really cool. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's no, like, that, that's not and he's like, cheers, and she dies, and I'm like, yeah. right, is this a loss in translation? Because nah. she nah, loves that's... him, and this is her moment to tell it, and it, before he goes and picks up a wooden leg or whatever the fuck he's got in Battle Royale, and you're like, wow, they really, that is a laughable moment because yeah. it was supposed to be emotionally impactful, but the words were all, that, that fucking dialogue was shit. <laughs> So we've not even spoken about what for me was like maybe the worst part of the film is like just how creepy it is. Creepy? Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's got some problematic it's elements like, to I, it. Like, as I said, this is based on a manga and this was previously an anime. Ah, right. right? Say no so more. Like, I know exactly as, what you're saying. As a manga or an anime, it's the sort of thing you just look at it and go, Japan. You know, it's just, you know, <laughs> sex Japan. Children. It's Japan. Japan. Uh, right. It's like when, when you've watched enough anime... Uh, and you're from the west. Yeah. You kind of you develop anime you, you blinkers. Can, yeah, you can. Where like anything that happens, it's just like that. You kind of just block it out so you can focus on the good parts of the anime and the story and stuff. But like as a western movie, like 
having a big focus on the fact that she is a child, like she is in a child's body at the start. And they make and sure you know. They know what, it's a child. What, what child? But then, but then they start like lingering on shots of her boobs, like making everything about like her kind of sexual inquisitiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a part where she well, gets her body upgraded and then her boobs just grow and that's the well, only thing that changes. It's funny you mention that like, because apparently there is a controversy about that. Folk are saying that her suit... She goes from being a child to the sexualized object, so it's not just used. Apparently, that is yeah. a thing a lot of folk have been. But that's, that's like all that happens. It's like she gets this suit, and then for no reason, it, it changes shape to give her bigger tits. It's like, what is yeah. that, man? Like, I'll tell then, you what that is. That is Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, mate. It's just. <laughs> and Christiana yeah. Lincoln's boobs just and, grow like that. You're like, yeah. oh, but God. And the, and, the, and the level of CGI used in this sequence was as good as it was in Terminator 3. But I mean, was there not even a point for that in Terminator? Though? Did she not do that because like, she, she did was it because trying she to... she's trying to not so, she's trying to use her womanly ways yeah. to get out of a yeah, situation. Exactly. So like, but as it's... bad as that is, that's still at least there's a reason for it. In this one, it's like, oh, now now her body just matches what she feels like on the inside after they spent the whole movie. So basically, she goes through puberty in the space yeah. of two, yeah. two seconds. Two, her yeah. physical change yeah. Wow. It's just bad. The That's whole fun. movie's bad. But I mean, right. that, that aspect of it is like so prevalent through the whole thing. Right. Like from start to finish, like, like you know, her kind of losing her innocence over the course of the movie and like, you know, just realising what she is as a person and stuff and what that means for her is like so tied in to her actual physical appearance and like the big love storyline that's in it between her and Hugo it just this, it all falls yeah, flat this nothing d- about it this works. does sound shite yeah so it was shite okay. it's just a mess in yeah. general it's uh, okay um, it's just, not like terrible terrible like it's watchable it's just not good right do you just want to keep the ball rolling what with you, films that aren't really good no I was going to say we also watch How to Train Your Dragon the Hidden World <laughs> there's my segue yeah. right can I first of all oh, there we go. talk about How to Train Your Dragon 2 go for it because I watched that the other night and all oh, the messages the messages were so fun <laughs> but I believe every single word I said I know it is no no How to Train Your Dragon 2 uh, follows on obviously from How to Train Your Dragon 1 um, I'm not going to recap the story it's been out for years because I can't remember what the first one is it's been uh, out for years it's been out for years the Vikings hate dragons that's right yeah, Pickup but... doesn't hate dragons he gets like cornered in a valley with one and the only way they can get out of the valley is like if they work together That's and then right. he finds out that dragons are actually just misunderstood <clears throat> and then it's all about changing the mindset of people to understand that dragons are just misunderstood which is a good it's a good DreamWorks film yeah. yeah well the second one carries on pretty much the way where the Vikings and dragons are all living together happily uh, Chief Stoic uh, wants his son Hiccup to become the new chief Mm-hmm. Hiccup's not really up for that. Is that Jerry Butler? That's Jerry Butler, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Big Paisley. Some of Jerry Butler's finest work is in this film. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Setting the bar a bit low there. <laughs> what is Jerry Butler's best film tackle? It's obviously. Gods um, of Egypt. Let's get that much else Olympus has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry, Neil, in you go. We're going to come back I, to that. So, <clears throat> we get uh, the opening is. Uh, they're playing a version of what looks like Quidditch, but with dragons and sheep. That's right. Um, That's Harry Potter's still a thing. Yeah. Um, but Hiccup's no up for that either. So he's away with uh, Toothless as dragon uh, to go and do a wee bit of reconnaissance of the world about, about him. They run into Jon Snow. 
Uh, he's about the Steel and Dragons. As in Kit Harrington. As in Kit yeah, Harrington. Yeah. Nobody knows his real name. Well, we know his name, but nobody cares. The man's career will not be past. Like, see, see other, than, other than him being Jon Snow, he's garbage. He's not great. Like, he's terrible in the Silent Hill film. Um, uh, he's in the second one. Right. Um, That's a terrible thing. Uh, it's a terrible film. Um, he's, he's, his voice acting's not very good in these films. He's alright in Spooks. But Spooks is a film where it's a it's it should be it's more a TV movie because it's it's a well, film it about a TV, a TV series. Show. But had you not, I mean, I hadn't seen right, the TV anyway, series. Anyway, right. Anyway, anyway okay. Sorry, so Big Kit Harrington, he's stealing dragons uh, to form a dragon army for the main villain, who is called Drago. Ivan. No, <laughs> say Drago Thunder uh, Thunderfist or Bloodfist Dra- Drago Bloodfist right um, so Big Drago is voiced Please by me. Jimon Hunsu yeah man um, Belter Belter uh, he finds out about all these dragons so let's go see all the dragons that's how it goes mm. uh, however during the course of this film but in the first one we are believed that Hiccup's mother is dead mm-hmm. shock horror shock horror finds his maw mm-hmm. and that bit wasn't that emotional mm-hmm. see like the next 40 minutes mm-hmm. that was emotional stuff mate oh, that's a good because you've got um, a lot of um, Jerry Butler trying to get back together with his missus mm-hmm. and it's all very romantic it's all very nice it's all very sad it's kind of funny so. it's kind of funny in places yeah, yeah. Kind of, so yeah. I had some emotional moments uh, you've got and spoilers the film's been out for years you have the death of Jerry Butler yeah yeah, yeah. Which was, how does that happen again like he sacrifices he sacrifices, uh, sacrifices himself to save Hiccup because right. there's a there's an attack on the village is that right yeah, yeah. Um, and you get his Viking funeral right. which is both a very sad moment but you get that Hiccup becoming becoming the new chief and stepping into oh, yeah. his whole kind of Empowering stuff. Uh, Did that bring a tear to You were really just fucking baked at your oh, face. I was uh, so baked there. <laughs> uh, like, I remember liking that film. I don't remember. It's a, it's a really enjoyable film, but like. I mean, it's was, not like that. Jesus. Thing, you I always mean, make this sound no, like fucking yeah. Shawshank Redemption or something. But <laughs> no, but the, the whole thing, like, the whole film, has got, it's got a really good pace. Mm-hmm. Like, everything yeah. happens. It gives time to the stuff that deserves time. Mm-hmm. Like, unlike a lot of kids' movies where, like, Oh, he's found his mom. Oh, and here's the dad, but they've got to now deal with this. I think it dealt with in, like, a scene, whereas it's a continual thing throughout. Uh, it's, yeah, it's one of those, it's like, it's a DreamWorks film, yeah. but it's got almost Pixar sensibilities where right. it's, it's not just a kid's movie, it's like, it's, it's got adult problems, mm. it's got teenager problems, and it gives you time to do all that yeah. in amongst this big adventure story. But then, so, yeah. but then you've also got, like, Drago, Big Jamon Hunsu, it's fucking amazing, this film. He is good. Um, Drago is a legit badass. He He's a man. legit danger. Um, he does seem like this will be an unstoppable kind of hill to climb. Mm-hmm. And the, the last kind of um, what I'm looking for sequence like the kind of main kind of finale mm-hmm. has real consequences yeah attached to it mm-hmm. it's got real kind of uh, 
motivations for it to happen mm-hmm. and it turned and at one point it just turns into a fucking kaiju movie mm-hmm. it's fucking it's odd mm-hmm. the third one on the other hand is not it's a bit of a mess yeah. it was really boring it dragged it was quite unoriginal and it does something that I mean I get that other people might like but I, I just found it to be really cheesy and trite it's like the whole movie is like a toothless is the last of his kind but what do you know they find a fucking female counterpart and he's just trying to get his end away for two hours Wells Hiccup is also trying to get his end away for two hours Wells also having his Iron Man 3 moment which is what Wells Hiccup learning to be the leader that he thinks he can be without Without, having the dragon again though when they do that whole bit, it's like they, there's a, a natural speech where someone says exactly that, and the first thing they do is take him to this dragon. Yeah, it's like doesn't that just go against like what you've just said? But the whole movie's that way for me this time around. Man, it, it wasn't terrible. It just was so so trite. Like the whole yeah, thing, it, it, it dragged in quite a lot of places. Especially, and it was mainly the the courtship of the two dragons. Some bits, well, I found some bits of that funny, but as sequences, they, they dragged on too long. Yeah, I had, I had like snigger moments yeah. every now and again where like they did something a bit funny, but like all the supporting cast and stuff were so one-dimensional, one note, mm. uh, like none of them ever stepped outside their specific one joke that they yeah. all had. Like one of them is infatuated with Hiccup's mum and that's the only thing he talks about the whole movie. One of them wants to have a beard, but he's got a baby face, so he's like... Braided his hair and a beard and keeps Jonah Hill's beard. character. No, Jonah Hill's the one that's in eighties more. Uh, and then like his sister is just like kind of annoying. Do you know? Like, I, I, there was the scene with Kristen Wiig as a sister. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, that was that was well done. Uh, was it Javier Bardem? Was that the bad guy? Because that's all I could think about when the bad guy was there. Do you know? I thought it was David Tennant. I kind of just when you said Kristen Wiig, I really want her to happen. She's not quite yeah. happened in Hollywood, and I think she should because she's a very talented actress mm. and comedian. Yeah, it's like the, the animation of this looked absolutely beautiful, but like honestly, it does. I, I could it not... looks really nice. It, it was like even even the threat in it, like the idea that a uh, there's a, a a dragon hunter who's like famous for going after the Night Furies, which is there's the kind F. of Murray Abraham, right? Okay, sweet. Uh, so that's the, the type of dragon that a uh, toothless is. And like he's found out he's missed one kind of thing. So you like, thought he was David Tennant. You thought he was Javier Bardem. Yeah. Who the fuck is that if Muddy Abram? It's because David, David, David Tennant is in it. Right. Okay. Also just the, the way he looks as well, though. It's like right. Kind of, but that's kind you know, of Muddy The thing that kind of annoyed me watching that, and I think it, it's, it hasn't really, I haven't really seen that happen before in a lot of films, well, animated films. See the character model for Grimmel, the the hunter guy. Every time I looked at that, I just thought, that's the same face as Steve Carell's Dracula in Hotel Transylvania. Right. And it took me out of it because I kept going, Dracula's the baddie. Steve Carell's in Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. Dracula. He's like the main guy in that, is he not? I I, I thought that was Adam. Not Adam. Ben Stiller. Fuck. Uh, No, 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 no. I thought it was. uh, I'll check. I might be wrong. I think Adam Sandler. I thought I was. Is it? Is it? Are you maybe thinking that uh, he's doing his vampire impression as Gru? No, as his Hotel Transylvania is Adam Sandler. Yeah. I mean Adam Sandler then, not Steve Carell. Yeah. But it's like 
We're doing well here. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? so I was going to say Regardless, that. though, yeah. like, that, it's exactly the same. It's similar, very similar. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, the the thing is just, like, that hunter wants Toothless and he's working with a bunch of people who want to capture dragons. Mm-hmm. But, like, that whole threat thing takes a complete backseat. Like, the villain is barely really even in it. Yeah. Really it's more about folk when he, their end away. Ah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It's That's about, the, the, whole it's movie, coming, the whole movie. It's like the American Pie of How to Train Your Dragon movies. I wouldn't even give you that much credit. <laughs> Have you watched American Pie recently? Not recently. It's not as good as you remember. <laughs> I, I, I don't that. remember it ever being that good. I enjoy the American Pie I remember trilogy, enjoying it. But, but I, never I remember, like, I mean, that was a staple of my teenage I mean, years, but it's not as good get, as it was. Getting back to the film, though, like, I don't want to go all left-wing liberal here talk about gender politics or that oh stuff. Oh, my like, God, he's going to go like, left-wing liberal. That's exactly <laughs> what No, I'm trying to steer away from it, though, but it's like that whole kind of concept that, like, you can only be complete if you find a sexual partner and like in and this that case, irritates you and it fucking and, and really annoys me that it's irritates like, you in like every kind of plot thread to send out to kids it's like you cannot be happy and complete alone like you need a partner it's such a fucking horrible message to send out man like mm. just I disagree with that on a fundamental level isn't <laughs> this entire movie just watching people try to get their end away I was just like fuck's sake man like as we discussed at lunch earlier you have to watch more than 10 minutes of the film to get that completely thing so you don't do what you did against Frozen. Yeah, I mean, Frozen was even more specific, though, where it was like, I walked out of that after I thought that the whole movie was about how much she wants a man. Which is and I was like, abs- come off it, man. Yeah. That's, like, are you like, kidding uh, me? Like, that's yeah. what this movie's about? It's like, yeah. oh my God, I can't feel happy and complete unless somebody else is there for me. Like, Fuck off. And it's not. It's just, about just the, the, the love of a sister. Yeah. I mean, like, in Frozen especially, from what I've heard, though, that gets turned on its head big time, because, like, she gets, you know... Frozen's a great movie, yeah. though. You should I'll, probably I'll never, watch it. I won't know, because like, it's like, also come, just... Come the end, but it is, it's a fucking it's emotional too, impact. It's too many songs in it, man. It's just too too song-heavy for my liking. Would you re-watch The Jungle Book? Yeah. Well, that has, nah, that's song fucking heavy or the place. No, it's not. It's got, like, maybe eight or nine songs in the entire film. Frozen had three songs in the first ten minutes. <laughs> And plenty of exposition that wasn't just songs. Yeah. Do you know what else had constant songs? Teeny Swad. Teeny Swad. Teeny Swad. <laughs> oh, damn did some, it. Did some pig Latin Sweeney there, man. Todd. You know what else had constant songs? <sighs> the Blues Brothers. Oh, no, I didn't, man. It, it, that, there's about eight or nine songs in that, man. And oh, they exactly. are all quality, but your argument falls flat on it when you're Not saying that. No, yes, it does. The Blues Brothers doesn't have three songs in the first ten minutes. That does not matter. Totally bet it does. Wait a minute. <laughs> Starts off with She Caught the Key. Yeah. yeah. Right? What's the next song that plays in the Blues uh, There's a jazz record playing when he goes and meets uh, Cab Calloway. No, but that's... That, that's that's a, in the background. Uh, that's no like... You know, any, she Caught the Key is technically in the background. I guess. You're yeah. right. Yeah, that, which is why it's not a musical. That's my point. <laughs> What's the first line in Blues Brothers? Hold on. The very first line. Is it Frank Oz that speaks? Um, no, yes. They're not a, a guard shouts for him. Yeah. All right, okay. So let's... All right, what's the right, first so line? What's the second line then, Doug? What's the first uh, line uttered uh, by uh, one of the Blues Brothers? Who is it? By one of the Blues Brothers. It's the first line uttered by one of the Blues Brothers. Or is, sorry, it some, is it something to do with him picking him up in the police car? It leads into that. Where did you get this piece of shit? Almost, yeah. He says, what's this? He says, what's what? This car? This stupid mm. car? Where's the Cadillac? 
Then he throws the cigarette fucking lighter out the window. Then the conversation is, "We need to fix a cigarette lighter." I've that really what like is him. the first thing? I think the guard. It is just, it's just, it's just a uh, guard shouting, and then it's Frank Oz giving yeah. him his belongings back. And that movie was class. Let's one talk about the one Yeah, <laughs> one soiled. <laughs> He's got the pencil and just goes yeah. up. Oh fucking! Right, so anyway, such all I'm movie. saying is just Hollywood should stop making every fucking movie about getting your end away, and you're only happy if you have a partner. Aye, right. Do you know what? As much as How You Train Your Dragon 3 was a bit of a disappointment, it wasn't, I didn't feel like I wasted my time watching it. And from the screen being, it had a lot of kids in it. None of them seemed. Yeah, they actually all kept kids, their attention the entire thing. Fucking lucky yous. Jesus. What was it? Like, one of the kids was a talking before the film started, and we both looked at each other like, oh no, yeah. he's, like, he's a question asker kind of thing. Like we were kind of worried that that was just going to be the whole movie, but he actually said. I remember that. watching. Kind of I remember watching Big Hero Six. I think we were selling in uh, with Paco, and we're sitting in the we're sitting in the Odeon at the time, and again loads of kids, and the bit where um and fucking he's dying, and a kid just goes, "I don't like this anymore," and starts crying because it's it's a it's a really fucking emotional bit where he's gonna sacrifice himself. I, I had a similar moment uh, watching the Lego Two movie where uh, three rows behind me was a little girl about 15 minutes from the end went, can we go home now? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can I just say this, by the way? Like, uh, we are not complaining about kids being in a kid's film. No, just getting well, that t- Tommy, Tommy will. Tommy will. Because well, uh, Tommy God. is a bit of a moron. <laughs> right, so here's the deal, right? I'm not, right, this is what I'm complaining. This is what I'm complaining about. It's a cinema. It's a night. It's a night out. You're going to watch, or it's a night. A you day went out. during the day when the schools are off. I don't went during. Try, don't try and change this to sound like this you is what it is, right? When you go to the cinema, you're going to watch a film, right? Right. That is the purpose of going to the cinema. You're going to watch a film, and you want to, and you're going to be sharing that experience with an audience of X amount of hundred whatever people are in the screen, right? Children. And, a children's and it was, no, 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 but this is the thing. The Lego movie, too, yeah, it's a children's film, absolutely, right? But there is other folk there that don't have children and are there to watch the film, which is the purpose of the cinema. Now, if you're a parent, oh, if only there were like other showing times, like at night when kids are asleep. Now, if you're gonna, if if you go, <laughs> when did I go? I went at I went at th- half past three. Oh, well, half, you need to need to half past chance. three in the afternoon, right? What now. day? What day was it? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, man. Right. So <laughs> if you're gonna if you're a parent and you're gonna take your kids there and you're gonna take your toddlers and all that there, right? How dare they interfere with Tommy Bass's viewing of a child's film? I would say of anybody's viewing, right? And you are gonna allow your children to run up and down the steps round about the screen and round about the place making noises and talking and not do anything about it then shame on you why the fuck did you bring them to the cinema why the fuck did you bring them it's not crash why did you bring them to a fucking cinema where you're going to watch a screen with other people and not be a parent see if that was me my mum would have fucking belted me and been like we're away home and quite rightly i would have deserved it maybe that is a problem tommy do you advocate beating children? No, what I'm saying is... <laughs> what I'm saying, no, no, what I'm saying is this. If you're going to bring your kids to the screen, don't be a selfish asshole and allow them to fucking run about like it's a play school or a creche. 
you're there to watch a film. See if they don't like the film, then leave. If they're making a noise, leave. That it was your prerogative to take them there. Why should we suffer? Can so, I just say at so this point? Ta- 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 at this point, I'd like to just clarify that the opinions of Tommy Vass do not represent the opinions of that. So, so Tommy Vass, are you saying that some people should not breed, and therefore we should maybe be sterilising? What I'm saying is this again. Fair enough. I'm not a parent, so it's easy enough for me to say this, but. <clears throat> um, having a pa- having parents, when we when we were when we were younger, Is this really where you're going? When we were younger, when we were younger, and you were <laughs> acting up, or you were, you know, like being cheeky or anything like that, it was a case of if you continue to do that, we're not doing this activity. And they stuck to it. I just don't, I think it's very kind of selfish. And, all they were doing is running up and doing the fucking aisles, man. And chatting and screaming and all kinds. In which I also complained about that to a I cinema. Went and complained, and, man. and nothing guy. and nothing happened. He's now that guy in his mid thirties who goes to a kids film and then complains about the kids. That's who you're saying. I don't with. understand how. I mean, I realise you're joking, but I don't. I'm under, not joking. I'm, I'm I, not. Uh, no, I, I, I don't understand I, how I cannot, you're taking the point of view that it's all right to run the place like look, a crash, even though other folk are there watching the film. No, I can understand that it would be annoying. It would annoy the fuck out of me. I also understand the concept of you, you have went to a children's film during the day at three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon on a school holiday, so you, you have expect? to kind of expect yeah. it's going to be full of kids. Kids are noisy. Kids run about, and yes, parents, when it comes parents, down to it, the movie is for them. Yeah, and parents. You say that. <laughs> and, you say that. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. But carry on. Sorry, Neil. And parents, yeah, and you live in Glasgow where. A lot of parents are shitty people. Exactly. So I you have to kind of kinda have to expect that that'll be the case. It's not on me. It's yeah, not I think people yeah, should be better. Well, I mean everyone does but people should what, be better. What reality are you living in? All I'm saying is this and again, easy you woke f- up, so should you. E- easy enough for me to say because I'm not a parent, but I swear to God, see if my kids were at the lot, they would be marched out the fucking cinema and back to the house. I would not tolerate that because how else do you discipline your kids and just let them do that shit? You know what I mean? I don't understand it. They were running up and down the stairs. There were people there that weren't kids, including myself and various couples and old people. Why is that all right to, for as long as as I'm all right and my kids are fine, why is it all right for them to disturb our viewing experience? Tell me. Why is that all right? It's not all right. Because people are scumbags and think, think they're better than other people. But that, but that's it's on or it's maybe, on me that they that 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 was allowed to happen. Yeah, because you should have known better to go at that time to a kids' film. But what? But what? Wait, it's not like it was came out the blue, Tommy. Do you mean it's like you worked in a cinema for long enough? You know how this goes. Aye, I know, and I've had complaints about it, and I've dealt with it. How'd you deal with it? You had to go and tell, like you know yourself, you've worked in the <laughs> cinema. You know, you know what happened. It's so just, the, just, the Lego Movie Two is Lord and Miller is a follow up to Lord and Miller's. The Lego movie. Uh, this time it isn't directed by them. They only no. write it. Yeah. Uh, you can tell. You can tell as well. And yes, there is a noticeable... Difference in quality. It doesn't have the kind of pizzazz that, it doesn't have, that, that you, the, the first one has. Yeah, you kind of summed up earlier when you said it doesn't have the novelty factor. Yeah. Because when the Lego movie came out, there was a lot of naysayers. It was like, 
oh, so oh, that's they're just it's a cheap cash in. But then you watched it, and it was actually a very entertaining, very kind of meta film. It knew yeah. what it was, and it it took the kind of piss out of what it what it was expected to be, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, the Lego Movie Two is fine. Um, it is entertaining. There's a lot of really nice pop culture references. Again, it knows what it is. It doesn't try to pretend to be anything. It just has a wee bit of magic. There's something missing from it. It doesn't have that experience that you had from the first one. Maybe it is just because the I first it, one was such a... I think it is purely just a novelty value. Yeah. Because there's, still, there's a lot of stuff in it which, yes, is funny. Uh, the character progressions are really good. Uh, you get a bit more of the, the actual real world aspect of, of it and how that is dri- driving the the actual Lego world mm. how they've, you've got to where they've got to is because of the very real real life changes um, all that stuff's handled really well uh, it just it, it doesn't have that spark yeah that's it that's exactly it it's again very entertaining it is worth your while if you like the first one you'll probably enjoy this one um, even if you haven't seen the first one, I mean, you, you should. You don't need to, but again, it helps. It helps, <laughs> but yeah, there's. It's a very entertaining film. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. If you were to take your kids, fucking parent them for God's sake. <laughs> Is that all the movies you watched this week? Have you guys got more to say about that? It seems like that was quite brief compared to. It's, it's like it's, it, there really is nothing else to say. Yeah, like the. <clears throat> so what is the plot? All right. Well, so <laughs> okay. at the end of the first one, you remember when it's like. These Duplo blocks come down from the planet Duplo and they're coming to take over everything. Basically, <laughs> which again is the whole, his sister, again, Lego movie's been out for ages. You find out like Lord Business is actually Will Ferrell, who's this dad who has this big Lego set in the basement and his son's he been playing with it. He wants it all to be made to specific Perf- Yeah, whereas his son's like, it should be fun and you should be able to play with it and enjoy your own shit. Now, as the Lego movie c- concludes, uh, Will Ferrell's like, well, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to have to let your sister play here as well. And then f- these blocks from the planet Duplo come down, we're going to take over everything. Basically, there is a war that rages on between these Duplo, ple- Duplo pieces and the boy that's playing with the Lego. So it's basically a brother and sister playing, and they can never agree on anything. And because of that, the Lego cities are ravaged and it becomes like a Mad Max world because the is well, it's also that that's partly because he's now a, the young boy is now yeah. a few years older. Yeah, he's, he's a teenager. Yeah, it goes five so years later. So you've yeah. got that kind of aspect of he's probably now into any like kind of teen film action yeah. movie that kind of stuff. It's kind of like that Toy and, Story three thing where it's yeah. like they're just they're just stuck there because Andy's all grown up. This uh, boy's grown up, and the lassies. Well, she's still a lassie, but she doesn't play with Duplo anymore. She's interested in Lego. There's no angst yes. in the team. Yeah. So. And then it's basically... But they, the way they do the whole... In the Lego world, it's an alien attack that just never stops. And then something changes. Uh, and um, the heroes of uh, the Lego movie, uh, apart from Emmett Bukowski, are all taken by these this <clears> alien <throat> Lego pieces um, for this for this for basically this thing that's going to happen, this big secret. Um, but basically the plot becomes uh, they want to marry Batman and perceptions are changed towards the end of it 
uh, and it's not you know you were saying Paco when we were talking about this earlier how a lot of films these days because of Trump's America they like to make a political yeah, statement yeah, this yeah. other this it's is not so much the political statement it's like quite specifically jabs at Trump yeah like, we'll see in this film it doesn't really it doesn't jab directly at Trump but, but there they, is let me definitely guess, they, they build a wall at a level no no it's yeah. not though the thing is see it's there's no mention of a wall or Trump or whatever it's more there is this underlying thing of everything can't be awesome all the time and right now it isn't yeah that's it like but then, I, then I there's thought, no specifics i i thought that was actually quite a good message i agree because it was kind of i don't know if that was them kind of trying to pull back kind of outrage culture there a wee bit uh-huh. and kind of getting getting level heads back on see I, track. I yeah i would agree with that i which would agree is, that i thought that's what it was which coming from a film a which, is, which is about lego i it's not really the platform. It's a good platform that they're doing that. But not a lot of folk but, will see that. Yeah. Will get that because it's Other, a good uh, Yeah, like adult stuff should be seeing things like that. Yeah, I agree. I don't know, man. Start them off young, get their messages in there, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's again it's you get like a lot of pics like we talked briefly about it, or like a lot of Pixar films where yes, it's a kid's film, it's about this fish that's lost his dad or whatever, but really there's a lot of other adult themes yeah. in that. Or Toy Story or Monsters Inc., etc. etc. But now the Lego movie does that really well. It's probably the most subtle, uh, I don't want to say opinion on society, but it's got that subtle kind of, you know, meaning. But it also it works into the plot very well. It does. It works really well because, you know, the plot is about working together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is a good film. Yeah, it's, 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 just, it's just it's just, it's just, just misses a film. It just, just misses that spark. But yeah, other yeah. than that, it's very it's very entertaining. It looks nice. Uh, yeah, so check it out. Wait, this is the, the first week, though, where I, I broke my streak of good movies. Like, I don't think I watched a good film this week. <laughs> Do you mean, like, not like, sorry, I didn't watch a great film this week. Do you mean? Mm. That was a, it was four in a row, and then a Elite of Battle Angel broke that trend. Do you, does that make you sad? Because you must see no. this coming. You must know it's good. The streak yeah. will end. It's just a shame that it happened so soon, man. I was riding high for... For someone that doesn't like four, Oscar season, four this is the season when you're yeah. going to get yeah. your fucking Belter films with. <clears throat> and then it's Marvel after this because we've got... I think uh, one out of five is a, good, a reasonably decent run. Yeah. No, but then I watched How to Train Your Dragon and that wasn't great either. And, you know, what we're going to watch next, man. Who knows? Stay tuned. Find out <laughs> next week. I know. Um, have you done no, that? Like, I, have you I, have any Families out next week. You, want, you want to see that? I can't believe you think that looks good. I think it looks kind of alright. Eh? It, it looks is it because You wish that you were picked up as a child. That's it. That's it. Man, I wish I was adopted. Yeah. Yeah. Roseburn is in everything. Marky Mark is doing his I'm a happy dad thing. It's all bollocks, man. He's done that in Daddy. He did that in Daddy Come Home. Ro- Roseburn, Roseburn's not in everything. He's only in films that Jessica Chastain turns down. Jessica Chastain. Ooh, how long have you been and sitting on that Jessica one? Jessica Chastain only, is only in films that fucking Amy Adams turns down. So he's sick Amy Burns Adams coming at Neil. He's so got more in the pot. Like he's I got. Don't know, she gets good work. Who's better, Amy Adams or Chastain? Amy Adams. Yeah, she is really good, but Chastain is also really good. No, Jessica I, I, I like Jessica probably, Chastain. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly like Rose Byrne though. I don't. I don't. I don't dislike her. She's just for but me. Rosebird is just kind of really there. She's very competent at doing what she has to do, playing the mum or the friend. 
I'm like, yeah, you're fine at doing that. Le- so Leslie much. Mann gets all the rules that the Rose Byrne comes down. No, she gets all the rules that Jed Apatow produces because that's her husband. <laughs> Are you just saying she's only as good as the man behind her? No, because I thought she was quite I, good. I like this, I like this, like, kind of just baiting, baiting <laughs> them in to say stuff. I actually think she was good and welcome to Marwin, and that wasn't you know, she's Jed actually, Apatow. She's actually a right blocker as well. Oh, yeah, is that not an Apatow-produced effort? I can't remember. I don't think so. Maybe it's probably she's she's <laughs> she's good and welcome to Marwin. I think that was one of the first the first films in a while I'd seen where it wasn't a Jed Apatow produced effort, or in that kind of Apatow universe that features Seth Rogen and uh, Jonah Hill and a bunch of other folk a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you see? I don't know if the trailer's out, but. You know, Danny Boyle um, is no I longer... did see the... Tra- oh, right. wait, wait, finish that for, sentence. For the, what, new, no, for no, the no. new Danny Boyle film. You know, Danny Boyle's not directing Bond anymore. Yeah, he walked right. away. He's doing a film... Called uh, Yesterday. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it, I thought, oh, shit. See, I quite like the concept of it. What is it? Um, basically, there's this guy... Something happens to this guy, and for some reason, nobody remembers that the Beatles existed. So he starts doing tunes... <sighs> I quite like it, man. I think he, he becomes the Beatles, essentially. Right. I, quite, I quite enjoy that idea, man. I think it's a decent wee concept. That sounds like fan fiction. That sounds like the sort of thing that just Maybe some, some dude just kind of was like, oh man, imagine if I was the Beatles, and then like they actually somehow managed to make it into a movie. Like, I like Danny Boyle, man. Really? He's in Game of Thrones, mate, and he's not good in that. He's probably not going to be good in this either. But... really selling it to his Tom. Yeah. Uh, I like Danny Boyle. Um, he's only... He, He's only made like maybe one or two bad efforts, so I'm quite happy with it. I like the idea. No. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm not really that into working Danny Boyle, to be honest. So, what's uh, Jerry Butler's best film, Neil? Oh, because you actually remember to come back to that before we uh, thought? It's, it's uh, God's Reason. <laughs> wow. Not Law Abiding Citizen. Well, Biden Citizen is also good. The fucking end of that is yeah, daft. Just to be clear, fuck. though, like you don't think God's Egypt is a good movie? Not in, in the, the traditional not sense. Not in the slightest. But it was, the big Paisley it was owns it. The best movie that I've ever seen. It was a delightful <laughs> mess. <laughs> but big Paisley owns it. I. Oh, I big Paisley's all over it. Like right, okay. Nicola Win- Nicholas Winding Coster is really wooden and shite, whereas fucking Jerry Butler's. Chewing he is uh, Tom Lee Jones as two face two face levels wow. of chewing scenery. It's brilliant. It's Maybe amazing. I should watch that with Ike Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By, by Jeffrey Rushes is the name as well. Jeff, but you know that Jeffrey Rush is there because he's there to take a pay slip. But you know what I mean? It's everybody in that movie is there. <laughs> yeah. for the money. There's nobody that's not there for the movie. There's nobody sitting there going, "Oh, Alex Proyes is a fucking visionary man." Jerry Butler isn't. No. no. Nah. Cool. No, no. This this movie is like it's a mess. Yeah, it's like such a mess. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. I don't know. Can can have a few more cans. Huh? What's your favorite Jerry Butler movie? I mean, a favorite movie. Yeah. Probably Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, his best performance. Three hundred, maybe. He's yeah. he's all right as Leonidas. Uh, Say three hundred was twenty minutes shorter. Uh, It'd probably be really good. Yeah, I would. But take given to take even more time off it than that. But the, pro- yeah, the problem, the problem, the problem with three hundred is it's a <laughs> short, short graphic novel. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd maybe say that's his best performance. But again, no disrespect if you listen, Jerry. 
you're. <laughs> uh, he's, only, he's only down the road. So. You're, uh, you're, 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 you know, you know what you are. You know, you, you do what you do. You do what you do. You're not going to win an Oscar. What? Come be Tommy Bass. And what is he telling you? He is a character actor that does action films. Is he better than Jason Statham? No. 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 But again, that's the correct answer. But that's because Jason Statham probably has a better agent. <laughs> And talent because the 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 Meg should never have made the the money that oh, it did. It made a fucking ton of money oh, that it should I be really made. wish it was good. Yeah, Jason no. Statham obviously doesn't have any acting talent, but at least he can fight. Like, do you mean like what's Jerry got? Well, I mean Jerry Butler. To, to be fair to Jerry Butler, he's really good in Coriolanus. That's true. Actually, that's maybe his best role. That or Rock and Roller, he's fine in that as well. Jer- Jerry Butler is a solid enough. C actor put that in his fucking IMDb. <laughs> See the thing is, though, there, 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 there was there was this wild though where he was in fucking was it the that film where the bounty hunter with Jennifer Aniston uh, or that he, film he with Catherine Heigl? Just long time. fucking bullshit. Yeah. P.S. I love you with the worst Irish accent ever. It was all bollocks. Oh, it? actually, that's something going back to how you train your dragon. See, Kate Blanchett's accent in that film is an utter riot. Who was she? She's, she's the mother. She's the mother. Uh, she can't decide whether she's Scottish of a northern variety right. or Scottish of a central belt variety or northern Irish. Why did she it's, just sit there with Jerry Butler and Craig Ferguson and just mimic what they're doing? <laughs> Craig Ferguson, he's still in it, right? He's still in it. Does he play the, is it the Granda? No, he's um, Astrid's dad. Right. The guy right, with right. the wooden foot and the spoon for that. Ah, right. Aye, so uh, what's out next week? Uh, Instant Family. Shite. Uh, the King Who Would Be The Boy, the boy Who Would Be King. King. Looks oh, Rubbish. Uh, Happy Death Day to You, which I'm quite excited for because I, I, re- I really enjoyed the first one. Haven't seen Happy Death Day. It's uh, it's actually really good. To, is that Happy a, Death Day to You? We're like the it's two. A two, is a two? Yeah. It's basically yeah. Groundhog Day but a horror film. Yeah. Do you know uh, making a sequel to Groundhog Day that's going to be a VR game? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, called oh. Like Father, Like Son. Uh, is it going to be as good as Roy? I don't know. <laughs> Only time will tell. Or Roy 2. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say don't watch God of Egypt tonight. Watch Happy Death Day if you can find it. Okay. Because it's... I, I, I went to see it uh, in the cinema thinking the trailer kind of looked dumb and kind of rubbishy. Uh... And I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed it. It, ca- it kind of knows what it is. Either that old stick on gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> Fucking what a movie, man. So we, when we wind up the show, we're uh, saying how you'll be spending your Valentine's Day. Spoilers, the answer is alone. Um, <laughs> well, I would be. I'll be at work. Uh, I will be out with a friend because... A they, friend friend? No, not 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 a friend friend. Oh, one of those type of friends? No, not just a friend I, friend. I, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, no, the, um, the, film, uh, the film... The film? <laughs> the film will take this place. No, um, it's a, a friend could make uh, my birthday, my work birthday celebration thing, so... So she's taking you out? She's wanting to take me for a drink. Just so you like, and her on yeah. Valentine's Day? Well, see, this did occur to me. I says, listen... You know that that's Valentine's Day, right? Are you not seen? Are you are you not got plans and shit? And it's like, well, nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, all right, well, no worries, I'll see you then. So that's it. You got to hold me the book table. Uh, no, no, we're not going out for a meal. It's just a quick drink and a catch up. So I've not seen her in ages. 
And the honey. No, no, no. Uh, Paco, what will you be doing? Eating more peppermint creams and orange creams? <laughs> Probably, man. <laughs> Just drowning in my tears. Aye. <laughs> So you be playing Destiny then? Pretty much. <laughs> no, I've not touched Destiny in a long time. Have you played a lot of Apex Legends? I've played a few. You won a game yet? Yeah, I won two games. I'll have you know. How many games has Danny won? More than that, because he's played it more. <laughs> All right, okay. But only because he's played it more. <laughs> I was so fucking shit that game, man. I was like, I streamer playing, and Danny was the only one that was getting a kill, and then he might get a kill, and I was dying all the time. I was like, fuck this game, man, I hate it. <laughs> see, see when you get online. I am online. Uh, oh, yeah, Brief- I'm online. Well, briefly, it might have run out. No, it's definitely run out. Oh, are you just doing that? No, he was. He had a two-week free trial. Oh, yeah, that'll run out. I've we'll got thirty. I've got thirty bones uh, sitting in the account, so I need to just give twenty, and then um, not me for a year. He's got thirty-five quid in his account. He just needs to spend another fifteen to get the PS Plus for you. All oh, right, okay. Uh, that was my accountant, uh, Paco Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I need to do that. But like, I uh, once I'm online and uh, tell me I'll download Titanfall Two. We'll get involved in the. He, he owns Titanfall 2, he does own it. I know, I know. that's. Yeah. But I need to download it so I can play it. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm in no rush to go online, though. I've still got fucking um, Red Dead 2 to finish. I've got GTA 5 and I've got uh, God of War. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in no rush. And it's like, it's. I'll play with you, man. Uh, but I'm, I'm in no rush. It's like, whereas he's got a wee fucking clan or a wee group. Yeah, so but that's because he... he's a nerd. He's a total nerd. nerd. Yeah. Dweeb. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I've thought about like downloading Rocket League or whatever and see if Pollock's going to get involved. But I'm, I'm, again, I don't really think I better go online, see if the boys are on, I'll play a game. It's more just, to, to I'm going go, go to go be a cowboy. I'm going to be a cowboy for an hour and fucking not necessarily do cowboy shit. Yeah. I might go fishing for 20 minutes or fucking lose to Uncle yet again at fucking see, poker. Even, even that's a bit that surprised me though, because like you're going, oh, I still need to play through Red Dead, but that has like a big online component. <laughs> One of which is being able to play poker with other actual people. But see the like, see when I well, That's I did not I, who his beefs were. I kind of did the online thing, but then it was like it was kind of like right. Well, we're just gonna find random people for you to go do this random mission. Yeah, the online. Uh, that's so that's far the wasn't first. Very good. That's the first bit. But, Once you've done that, though, it doesn't force you to do that again. Have you done a lot of the online stuff? I haven't touched it at all. I just know that that's yeah. Nice. Well, one, once you're out of that, but once you've done that first mission, you you're free to do what you want. Alright. I thought it'd be like a, you know, a series of missions. No, there, no, there, 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 there are missions them. to do. Right. You just but, don't need to do them. Oh, well, I'll, I'll maybe have a look at them. Um, but yeah. So, so uh, shit. So, that was Raptors in the Kitchen. It was. For February the 14th, 2019. It's 19. 19. It's the 13th of February. 19. I don't know what's going on, man. I'm sucking this. It's like, the 13th of February. It's the 13th of February, 2019. Yeah, we have been Raptors in the kitchen. Yeah. That's at Raptors Podcast on Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Oh, you didn't Facebook. tell us uh, who's been listening to us most. I haven't looked, and there's a table between me and the PC, so yeah, bloody so that bloody it's, table. Too much hassle. Yeah, <coughs> uh, I'm at Vast Destruction. Neil, where are you on Twitter? At Scott Gateway. Yeah, uh, nobody tweets us, man. <laughs> They don't want. They sure. can't. They'll give a fuck. If you got a, if you got an opinion about the chocolates and that, man, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Bring I mean, back secrets and spiders. So, like, hashtag no, that. I don't think it's so much that no one tweets us. I think it's that we are really bad for checking because, like, when I went on it last week, I think we had twenty-seven notifications or something. One Raptors. Yeah, 
Aye, but was that and was I'm, that folk just sharing yeah, stuff? Yeah, a, a lot of them is that. But like every now and again, you get a question and you just have an answer. Who from? Some random. Andy Connor, like a said, is one. Like I'm sure it's a guy at my work. A Alan Kerr also like posted in our Twitter as well back as well. I remember him asking. He had a thing about a wrestling segment, and we had a chat about that. But I've not seen anything since. Are you still in the monster closet? I'm indeed. Mm-hmm. Grand. That's Monster Closet PC on Twitter. <laughs> right, so we will have seen <clears throat> some of the stuff and talk about other stuff next week, maybe. Is that right? Maybe. <laughs> Just get that in there. We are unreliable. We are unreliable in the kitchen. <laughs>